Well, hello there. This is Charlie Transmutation, and I have a magical rock that I'm uh, going to use to try to get out of trouble on this one. Kind of forgot my friend in the bag. Do, 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 do. Okay, bye. Well, welcome back to the Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit. I am the Almighty Crit, Aaron. And today is episode 20! Ta-da! Air I hate all of you equally. (laughs) (laughs) And in honor... Wait a minute. What? (laughs) (laughs) Just had to do a little bit more. (laughs) Uh, In honor of episode 20, we're going to talk about the most ridiculous thing you ever did for a dare. Mine was, I ate a live cockroach. That's Ariel? No, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was surprised by this. No. Uh, I'm Ariel. I play the warlock, <gasps> Osman. The craziest thing I've ever done for a dare is eat a live minnow. A minnow? I was really sick afterwards. I can only imagine. Was it crunchy? Are, you guys are yucky. No, I swallowed it whole. Oh. Did you get money for it? It was no. a dare. It's a dare. <laughs> you don't get money for dares. I got $15. Then that's not a dare. Someone just paid you to eat a live cockroach. Mm-hmm. Paid services done. <laughs> Daniel? Daniel doesn't know what he's done. He can't recall. It's been <laughs> decades ago. Daniel don't know. I'm Daniel. I'm playing Tariff the Mousling Rogue slash Bard. Woo woo. Yeah, because now he can sing and. Make, make noise. Because he couldn't sing before, huh? <laughs> no, now his singing has a mechanical effect to it. Possibly. Yeah, I can't think of anything I've done. It's, I'm telling you, that's been decades ago. I cannot have slept since then. So, Daniel's boring. Moving I on. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Travis. I play the Barbarian Ampersand. And um, I don't do dares. I just, I've got the higher quality of life than that. I just, <laughs> Don't do dares. <laughs> okay. Uh, when you're as tall and handsome as I am, you don't need that. Both of those are lies. No. <laughs> I can't think of anything, honestly. Same. Um, uh, I dare you to think of another question next time. <laughs> I've never eaten anything gross. Really? No. It's gross. <laughs> that's why it says it's gross. I mean, the logic follows through. Uh-huh. It's right there in the words I said. It's gross. Gross. <laughs> um, I, with my anxiety, I don't... You can dare me whatever you want. Generally, no. I dare you to do that. Nope. <laughs> so why you have to dare me to do it? Won't do it. What if I double dog dare you? It's cool. You it's got two tri- dogs. It's not triple dog, remember? <laughs> triple dog. That's the thing. That's the next uh, step. Triple dog dare. Well, I know step. Mark's done something for a dare. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Mark. I'll be playing the character known as Madlock Crocs. And uh, the one big thing that stands out from a dare is I touched an electric fence. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get stuck? Did you fly back? No, it just gave me a quick jolt and uh, I let my hand off of it really quickly. Do you determine you'll never do that again? 
Uh, yeah, I'll try my best. I'll try my best. <laughs> there was hesitation there, so some he might fences do it again. out in the middle of the country. You Someone don't know them. whether they're electrified or not, <laughs> and they pulse. Yes, some of them pulse. That, that's the see. That's so the you one can gra- you can touch one and nothing, and then you see five that's what it was. Later, it was shot the shit out. It of was you. A, it was like a <laughs> pulse wire. So like yeah, like just touch it. I dare you to touch it. It's probably not even live. I touched it. I was like, oh yeah, it's not live. And like two seconds, like. <laughs> Like, son of a yeah. bitch. Like, what was that? And then I pissed my pants. Well, I just figured something out. No one's ever dared me to do stuff because I just do dumb shit on my own. <laughs> See? Because I've done that. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you learn pretty early on that. So no one has to do because you just, just do the stupid just shit. Anyway. And, and there shit. are like, there are like camouflage electrical fences. Like if you ever see like horses surrounded like by like white tape. Yeah, that white tape's electrified. Yeah. I found that out the fucking hard way, too. <laughs> Some of them are only electrified like a foot and a half, two feet up. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Like electric fences are camouflaged out in the middle of nowhere. So uh-huh. it's very hard to determine whether or not you're going to get shocked again. Oh, well, on that note, Ooh. and the educational privileges of shocking, yeah. Um, we are going to... Mark, dive back in. Mark, that was some electrifying facts. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> I'm I'm really amped. <laughs> I wonder how many more of these puns are going to get during this podcast. No more. I'm done. <laughs> we should take a more. Right. <laughs> Where we last left off, you guys had escaped from Destiny's grasp with the aid of some quick thinking from Osmond and Ampersand. You quickly used the teleporter and teleported back to the Shinto Islands. And upon arrival there, Osman immediately took off towards the Emperor. And that is where we will dive back in. I leave it to you. Where are we running off to? Where am I? No, Grandpa. Your eyes are bonkers looking. Uh, I took some medication. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, I can't think of what to say. Uh, your, your eyes are creeping me out, old man. What? All right. I'll help you. I'm just going to sling him over my shoulder. And <laughs> hey, I'm up here. Yeah, on the other shoulder. <laughs> Wait, I can, I, I can walk. I'm fine. I don't trust you. Oh. So Osmond's got a pretty good head start. Wait for us, damn it! So I've got the mousling on one shoulder, yep. the old wizard on the other shoulder, carrying a goat like a briefcase, <laughs> and I'm trotting after Osmond. This is just too perfect of a picture. A naked gray guy running through the street with all of these things. <laughs> I'm going to make sounds as we go. Like a <laughs> bling, bling, ding. You know. Random uh, instrument noises. Yes. Oh, here we go again. All right. So you hear noises coming from behind you rapidly. I'm just going to keep going. Okay. So eventually you catch up. Okay. Where are we going? I'm following the young one. Oh. He <laughs> seems to know where he's going. Well, he is a raptor, so I don't see how that's possible. A raptor? Yeah. Hmm. Tripping balls. I was on a chicken running through the desert. You've got to be cautious with raptors. Wait. 
Oh, we're not in the desert anymore. No. Where'd we go? Here. I'm going to fight to get off his shoulder. <laughs> okay, roll uh, to post strength. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to roll strength? Or are you yeah. just going <laughs> to... Yes. 21. <laughs> what you get? I got a 16. <laughs> <laughs> so you fight, but to no avail. Old man. You're approaching the gates here, Osmond. Okay. I'll tell you a story if you calm down. All right, I'll tell you a story. Parents told me when I was in the mountains growing up that you've got to be careful with raptors. See, when a mommy and a daddy love each other very much, they'll go into the deepest part of a cave and make gentle, violent love. And then nine months later, a raptor brings them a baby. So you've got to be careful with raptors. I was so afraid when we rode the raptors through the desert, I was going to have a twin. <laughs> a twin? Oh, I don't want another one. Oh, uh, I mean, that's what it's called when you have a baby that's yours, right? If it's a as, boy, it's your twin. As he's talking, Madlock is going to, like, play with his lips, <laughs> with his finger. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's exactly oh. what's going on. Osmond, wait, wait for us, please. <laughs> Just going to keep going. Uh, so you guys eventually get to the gates. There's the very familiar face of the female guard. She kind of steps forward and gives the group a curious look as she sees the old man on this very tall gray being's shoulders, laying with his lips, and a mouse. His his eyes would be like the size of his skull. He's obviously tripping ass. Tripping ass. He's just all pupil right now. Yes. (laughs) And she looks at you and goes, Ah... What happened to the other two? Is the big one the tin can? He's dead. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. I'm not dead. Look at me. I'm here with these on not my shoulder. You. Oh, thank God. I thought it was dead. Um, oh. Sorry for your loss. <gasps> and the short er one? She took off. I need to... <laughs> <laughs> I need to speak to the emperor. Um. Well, he's looking for you, so I guess right on in. And she kind of waves her hand up to the people up top of the tower, and the doors swing open. At least you're nicer this time. I'm waving at him too. I don't have a fucking choice. Will you quit waving? Hi, tower folk. (laughs) Hi, I'm coming in. Also, I wouldn't piss him off. (laughs) Hi, you're so far up. He doesn't seem that intelligent. Excuse me? Does it take intelligence to squash you? <laughs> Let's go in! I'm just gonna go in. She just kind of stands there with her jaw open watching you all go in. As you guys enter, you see the familiar courtyard. It's very beautiful. Well-kempt. And sitting in the center of the Zen Garden is the old emperor himself. The Shogun as he is commonly referred to in these parts. Come, come. I have been expecting you. Well, I have good and bad news. Well, let us start with the bad news. I don't have your daughter. That is very troubling news. What is the good news? She's alive. 
So you have found her, you just did not bring her back to her home. Yeah, seems like her real dad's still alive. No, I assure you, he's very much deceased. Nah, you didn't tell me he was a fucking dragon. Yeah, the dragons got released from... Stasis. The sky prism. Wait a minute, when were the dragons in prison? I don't... For eons, they've been locked away because they didn't get along with the worms. Well, here we are now. So they... He ate some mushrooms, just... Ah, I see. But now they've been unlocked because somebody messed with the wrong... uh, Where are we at? You didn't tell me she was a dragon, too. Well, I did not think these were important bits of information for you. Regardless, I assure you her father is deceased. Regardless of the dragons are released or not, he is very much dead. Who's her father, exactly? The big black dragon. No, no. Where? Calm down, there's no one here. I'm going to show him the bell, but I'm not going to ring it. He gave me this. Bling, 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 bling. Oh, I'm no, maybe you bell. recognize it. <laughs> so, Terrence <laughs> is ringing his bell. So he looks at the bell, and his jaw drops. His eyes go white. He runs over to you and snatches the bell out of your hand. Excuse me, that's mine. And he looks it over and he turns it a couple times in his hand. Don't ring it. I don't want him to be pissed at me. But if he rings it, he would be pissed at him. Oh, ring it twice. No more, no less. I think I will ring it three. Uh So he rings it once. Twice. And on the third ring, right before it dings. Can I hide? A hand (laughs) grabs him. I wouldn't recommend that. I tried telling him. And he snatches the bell out of the old man's hand and hands it back to Osman. Stick it back in my pocket. Hmm. Now there are no further intrusions. More old men, I see. Forever. Hey, it was him, not me. So from me. this man with a long beard walks over to you. Sniffs. Hello, you old man. Dink of eons of age. I, I imagine. I haven't bathed in it. Well, I did bathe in the library. It's a fact. Malak is going to sniff the Goliath's ear, Ampersand's ear. Like, what does the old age smell like? (laughs) Make a constitution saving throw. (laughs) You, uh... I'm dropping. I'm dropping matchstick. Matchstick. You are a curious one. Well, I try what I can. You, uh, from the mountains past Winterforge, yes? I am, yes. Dragon's Reach. Just before. Hmm. He sniffs you one more time. Yes. I do apologize for your tribe. I feel pity for your loss. I, uh, I'm not sure what you speak of. I've been in a bag for a while. Mm. 
Well, no matter. I have overstayed my welcome, and I will be taking my leave if there's nothing more. No, no, continue. I'd like to know. I'm going to look at the emperor. Setting tariff down. I'd like to know more about my tribe and my loss. Well, you look at the emperor. Mm -hmm. He's frozen in time. Well, uh, you have the time. I've got nothing but time. We can talk over tea. You and I or all of us? All of us. I think it'd be good for your allies to be informed. Of course, it is your... Shall we say past? Well, these are all my new friends. Might as well. Good. Then uh, finish your business here and meet me at uh, the hut. Just on the other side of the forest here. I have some mushrooms for the occasion. You keep your mushrooms to yourself, man. Put those back in the pouch. Okay. (laughs) Right. And he... Nobody ever lets me have fun. Disappears. And the emperor comes to and he rubs his head. What were we discussing? Um... Money. Yep. Oh, have you retrieved my daughter? Did you not remember any... I told you that you found her. Her real dad is alive. You said, no, that can't be. That's good. We... That's as good. Yes. Uh, Then I will pay you handsomely. How does... A thousand gold apiece sound? Yeah. I am glad to see her with her father again. Uh, Very nice. I guess I'll die. Do I? I'll, I'll take it. I'll take gold. Anybody <laughs> bothering to look, um, you see Madlock just waving his hands and dirt is being piled up around the Emperor's feet. <laughs> I will send word to... The- he can at the emperor kind of looks down at Matlock. Matlock. Matchstick. Um, I'm not aware. I will, I will send word to the treasury to bring you your gold. Uh, I assume you're staying at the local tavern. Uh, kind of kicks his foot and kicks the dirt off. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Good. Um, if there's nothing more... Would you kindly take this elderly gentleman away? I think he's gone senile. Nope. I think he's already been there. <laughs> I think so. Good day to you. He kind of walks away. Steps out of the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it to the dynamic duo. <laughs> right. So where are you guys heading now? Are we uh, going to the hut and the still forest? Piling dirt up in random piles. Okay, where are we at in this palace? You are in the courtyard. In the court. Directly are there, after the gates. There are troughs in here. Yeah. Okay, I'm picking up Malak and dunking him headfirst <laughs> in a few times, trying to sober him up. Uh, yeah. Splash! Splash! <laughs> Damn it, old man! What? Come to your senses. Yeah, I was having a fun time. I'm sure you were. <sighs> I had to carry you, and you're quite gassy. Oy, why is there dirt piled up everywhere? 
you did that. I don't know what you're talking about. Anybody want some mushrooms? No! God, <laughs> let's... Where are we going, Osmond? Where are hut, we? By the forest. A hut by the forest. Right. In a hut down by the river. So you guys are going to the hut down by the river, huh? Yeah. All right. So, as you guys walk through the forest a little ways, you come to a clearing. Well, I've been slow. My my uh, demeanor and uh, attitude has been souring because I'm just contemplating what he's talking about, uh, his apologies about what happened to my tribe. Uh, so my mood is visibly getting worse and worse. So as you journey through the woods, you can tell Ampersand is getting more and more frustrated and angry. Can't really put a label on how he is appearing at the moment. But nonetheless, you get to this clearing. And there is a small little shack with smoke billowing out of the chimney. It's quite dilapidated and old, but still would provide a meager shelter. And as you walk up to the door and you knock, the door immediately swings open upon the first knock. Come in. Please sit. Enjoy some tea with me. All right. Well, hello there, everybody. This is your friendly neighborhood, Charlie Transmutation. Coming to thank our wonderful, amazing, awesome patrons like our Minotaur patron, Aperture Flash, and our dragon patrons, Marquita Moore and Lupus Mal. I mean, seriously, guys, thank you. This keeps me employed. Do you think they really feed me here? Uh, oh, oh, okay, I gotta go. Okay, bye! What up tonight, City? You're listening to N54 Radio. This is DJ Sparks bringing you a new hit show from Night City, Cyberpunk, a cyberpunk red live play podcast. Listen as a ragtag group slamming on the corpos. Survive the streets and try to keep from being flatlined. You can tune in on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts. DJ Sparks out! Hello there. This is... Mr. Tittles, coming to invite you to join us on the Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries, a live play Call of Cthulhu podcast where we explore the dark, dangerous, and mysterious aspects of the mythos. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hope to see you soon. <laughs> I'm going to put my hand in front of Matlock and push him to the side. Put my hand. How big of a shack is this? It's for you. Yeah. The doorway is. You'll have to duck to get in. So out. I'm putting both my hands on either side of the door frame, mm-hmm. and I'm ducking to come in, and I'm grabbing the doorknob, and I'm just shutting it behind me. Yeah. Leaving them outside. Okay. And in giant, mm-hmm. I'm speaking to the black dragon. Okay. And this is what I'm telling him. 
My given name is Neorak Mountain Drifter, and I would prefer that you tell me personally what happened to my tribe while I was away. I've missed a lot, and I need to know. I can respect that. He says back to you in giant. I see, and I appreciate I appreciate you speaking in this tongue with me. Do you know who I am? I can tell you are powerful. I can tell that you've got connections with dragons. I was once your tribe's protector. I'm gonna drop to one knee in front of him. That has been long ago, boy. Stand. You stand with me as equals. I've got... My hands are shaking, trying to fight off fear. And in Giant, it's... If you were the tribe's protector, then why are you apologizing to me about what happened to my tribe? Because I must have... No, I did betray your tribe's trust. With due cause. Your tribe was a danger to the world. You see, your tribe became power-hungry shortly after your departure. You were the son of a great and mighty warrior. This we both know. Yes. This warrior was selfish. And on your departure as a youth with Mr. Charles. Yes. I went for adventure. And he went for power. He soured his very being to the core. And he must be taken care of immediately. So you let an entire tribe... And I'm going to just slam my fists on whatever's in front of me. Hmm. Yep. <laughs> the table. Twelve. Well, there's no more tea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm slamming my fist. All the you let China an shatters. entire tribe die because of one man. You let my entire family die because of one man and his actions. You are no guardian. You are no guardian. You have no honor. Your tongue, boy. Hold it. As you see his features change into that of a dragon. And different than a black dragon. You see these purple like veins protrude from his face. Mm. And you see the flesh begin to melt and bone be exposed. I gave up more than just your family for redemption. I perished in that moment as well. Your blood would sacrifice his entire tribe for that power. In fact, your blood still stands to this day. And you have kin still alive. But that will be a tale for another day. Fine. I'm going to turn around. I'm going to shaking open the door and just hands into a frame pull myself out and I'm going to look at the three and say I'll be in the woods well you find I didn't want to interrupt 
But when I obviously we heard him get mad, mm-hmm. I picked Tariff up and just kind of backed up. Okay. Like further down. Yep. Uh, my ear would have been to the door the whole time. <laughs> do you speak giant? I do. Okay. Well, uh, first, I need you to roll me a perception check at disadvantage through the door. No. No. You'll catch bits and pieces, but not enough to know what exactly they're talking about. You'll pick up more emotion than you'll pick up anything. My giant's rusty, but it sounds like they're talking about a bucket. No. (laughs) I can't remember. So. He's angry. (laughs) About that time, I guess that's when Osmond and. uh, Yep, you back up. Back up. You. So I'm walking into the woods. Yep. When I get to a distance, I'm just taking out my warhammer and I'm s- s- smashing it into the largest tree I can find, and then I'm leaving them alone. So the black dragon walks out and he crosses his arms. Well, it sounded like that conversation went swimmingly. As to be expected. Yes. He'll come around. Uh, do give him this. And he hands you, Osmond, a brown satchel. And it has a little black ball print on it. From his friend Charles. Stick it in my bag. One more thing. Osmond, was it? Yep. Your hand. Hmm. You flip it over and there's markings on the backside. Where did that come from? You've been challenged by an old one, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have much time. It looks like nine and a half days. Yeah. Well, make the best of it, will you? And uh, my recommendation is uh, that whistle you have. I would put it to good use. If I had gold. What whistle? Good day to you. Um, be sure to get that to your friend. You will answer a lot of questions for him. If you need me, ring the bell twice. Not three. I did it. He slams. What the happens if uh, we ring it three times? Door shut. So I'm gonna yell <laughs> out into the woods. I'm gonna cast where- my hand to open it. <laughs> Okay. It does not open. Mage hand with five pounds. Uh, So you're going to go where? I'm going to yell in the direction that big guy went off to. Mm -hmm. We'll be at the tavern. And I'm just going to turn and walk away. Seventeen for the tree that I'm hitting Warhammer with both hands. It's fucking denting like crazy. Woods just splattering everywhere. Tree's still standing. Yeah, they're large trees, but mm-hmm. it's not going to hold much longer. <laughs> you in your mind mm-hmm. receive an answer. 
You don't want to know what happens on the third. Believe me, I really do. (laughs) Silence. I knew black dragons were pussies, and I'm going to start walking away. (laughs) All right. Right, so we will leave Ampersand and carry over to you guys. We'll fast forward a bit. You guys make it back to the tavern. You go up to the bar. The barkeep hands you a key each directly. And she says, um, courtesy of the Shogun. Where do these keys go to? R- rooms? Oh. Are you still... I'm going to look at his eyes. Like, are they still dilated? No. no. Water, water woke him up out of it, and it kind of made him throw up some of them, so... <laughs> Drowning does that to a man. <laughs> to a 70-year-old man. Yeah. Almost 80. <laughs> I'm 70 going in on 80. <laughs> He's somewhere in that range. He doesn't know how old he is. What time of day is it? It's getting close to evening. Sundown. Oh, yeah. That's a good time of the day. Do you have a menu or anything? Oh, we do. Yes. She runs over and scurries back with some menus. Do you have anything on mushrooms? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, we do. Actually, it's our specialty. Sorry, it's my stomach. I'm kind of hungry. You're a hungry boy, aren't you? I am. Uh. Well, uh, we actually have a um, lovely toadstool soup. I think those are poisonous. Oh. She has <laughs> wide eyes, looks at you. Yeah, I'm a bit of a mycologist, and toadstools are very That's toxic. why nobody ordered it after that last guy. Yeah. Oh well, you know, you know mushrooms. Yeah. Can you show me which ones you can use? Cause yeah, I'm sure a mushroom stew would be oh so lovely. But I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to my room and let me look over a book, and I'll be right back down. Okay. Um, do either of you want the toadstool soup? No. <laughs> After I just told her it's poisonous, I want to take it off the menu. You guys want some soup? It's free. I need to get rid of a big batch. I mean, if you can make it to go. I can. Yeah. Yay. I'm just looking at Tariff. Ta-da. <laughs> so she comes back with a container. And you can hear sloshing on inside of it. It's like a like a large glass bottle. Excellent. I'm going to look over the menu like for non-mushroom items. It's, you know, the usual veal steaks, uh, pork, mashed potatoes, carrots. Um, you know, there's a few exotic things that you don't know what they are. They sound good. Some of them just sound weird. I'm just going to stick to, you know, pork and potatoes and carrots. Okay. Yeah, Tariff's going to eat up a lot of starch, so he's going to have a lot of potatoes and carrots. <laughs> okay. And order like an ale or something to go mm-hmm. with it. So she scurries off, comes back a few moments later with food and drink, puts them down, and brings an extra one for the old man. She says, these these are on the house. Since your friend's going to help me figure out the soup, I figured I could, you know, cover the cost of this. 
Hmm, that's some service. I'm going to start eating. So, a few moments go by. Ampersand, are you still in the wood line? I am going to be walking through the woods as quietly as possible. Okay. I'm looking for any large game I can kill with my hands. Okay. So, deer, a horse, anything um, I can see that I can approach and strangle. Good thing Goat is with me. I want to know who has our Patreon exclusive kitty cat. Osman. And if you need to know what we're talking about, listeners, you can always go to our Patreon and listen to our Mad Libs episode and you'll be in the know. Woo! So Osman has our lovely little kitty cat. Cross cat. Tolliver. Tolliver the cross cat. (laughs) His name is I don't know. (laughs) Okay. I just needed to know. So back to you, Mm. Ampersand. I need you first to roll me. Oh, let's roll a perception. That's yeah, perception. Thirteen. 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 Okay. So that's good enough to know. Kind of the you do see some, you know, medium to small game. You know, some squirrels here, birds there, wild boars. Now I need you to roll me a knowledge nature. For tracking purposes. If you're looking for deer, things like that, you'll need to roll a knowledge nature. Mm-hmm. Wow. So is this, this, okay. <laughs> oh, that's a natural 20. <laughs> 22. <laughs> you do happen to find some deer tracks. Okay. You follow these for a little while with your nat 20. Mm-hmm. And you wander into a clearing where you see a fawn All right. alone. <laughs> what you like to do? I'm going to... Hmm. I will... I'm going to, along the clearing, start picking greens and other things and filling mm-hmm. my hands with it. And I'm going to approach the fawn gently as possible with these greens in my hands lowered for the fawn to feed on. Okay, roll me <laughs> in sugar, baby. Probably be handle animal. Yeah, roll me handle animal. Well, I was looking I, at that. I don't have that. <laughs> Hopefully, you roll another natty. That's a three. <laughs> nope, scurries right off. Hmm. How fast are deer? Why? What's their speed? <laughs> probably about. I'd say probably about 40, 50. Okay. I watch the deer take off and I strip completely nude and I go <laughs> charging after the deer because when I have no armor on, that adds 10 to my speed. Uh, you're going to... Well, this deer is dashing, which means it doubles its movement speed, so mm-hmm. it's about 80. Okay. Are you going to dash? Sure. What does this bring you to? Does it double it? Mm-hmm. 80. Okay, so you are neck and neck. You are matched. Yeah. So you cannot gain on this deer, but you are right behind it. Okay. Nude. In the yeah. woods. How long do I have to run before the deer uh, gets tired? Let's do a fortitude off. There's no fortitude. What? A constitution. Constitution. I'm in. Okay. And as a barbarian, I think... He gets advantage he gets on constitution. Advantage. Yeah. Okay. I'm so thinking... Am I going to add my saving to it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
And you can roll twice and take the highest result. 18. I'm positive of that. So 23. 23. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you gain a little bit on it as it loses momentum. So give me another one. Twenty-three. You gain just a bit more. All right. Ooh. Twenty-five. Oh man, you you're right on the edge of it now. Okay. That's a natural twenty. Uh, you pounce and All you. Right jump on the back of the fawn and collapse it to the ground. Okay, I'm grabbing the back of its head and its jaw mm-hmm. and I'm just ah, Ampersand is thinking of his tribe and everything he gave up when he left that life and he's just twisting the deer's head around completely 360 oh my. and he's he does it once and he does it, he continues to do it till the head separates from the body. Within two turns the mere anger that you're putting into this mm-hmm. and force snaps the head okay. and the deer collapses. So I will put two fingers in the deer's mouth mm-hmm. and grab its four legs and back legs and throw them over my shoulder and walk back to the clearing where I left my gear. Mm-hmm. Get dressed. Mm-hmm. Um, as I'm walking back towards the village. Yep. Uh, I'm going to put my free hand in the, the neck stump and I'm going to put a bloody hand print down the black dragon's door. Okay. And I'm going to whisper in giant, your betrayal will never be forgotten. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. I'm getting it out of my system. Walking back to the village. Yep. Uh, go into the marketplace. I'm looking for a uh, leather worker or, a, you know, an armorer. Yep. All right. I'm going to go in and grab, go in, throw the deer down, grab the knife, closest knife that they have, take the meat, and then uh, take the knife and I'm going to draw a sketch. I'm going to sketch something on their tabletop. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can't see this. You can't say what it is, but this is what I'm sketching. This is the design that I'm sketching. Okay. And I look at the uh, armor or whatever and say, make this from this. Huh. Um, I haven't cleaned any of the blood off. No. <laughs> so it's just a whole baby deer. It's just with, without the head. Without yep. the head. Yep. That I just... Dressed, flopped on his tail. That I just dressed, and I'm leaving the leather there. I'm leaving oh. the skin there. Yep. Say, I make this. Huh. I'll be back tomorrow. Just kind of. What uh? What do you what do you want us to do with the rest? Okay. I, re- I reach into my pouch and I slam down five gold, and still in giant. I hope this is enough. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't understand, but we'll is take it, care of it. Okay, who is it? Who are the, who's in front it, of me? It's a giant. It's a giant. <laughs> it's a giant. Uh, it's a dwarf. Dwarf. I'm bending down. I'm crouching down, so I'm mm-hmm. at his level. I'm getting right in his ear. 
I say, if that five gold isn't enough, you make it work. And I'm going to stand back up. Roll me an intimidation. With advantage because of this massacre. 17. Yeah, I'm not even going to roll for that. Okay. Because he's just stutters and nods. Stutters and nods. <laughs> I'm going to go to the the inn where they're all at. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I come in the doors, I'm throwing the meat at the bar. <laughs> And I'm going to yell in giant again, cook this for me now. So you do understand and hear this yeah. as you're coming back down the stairs. You guys have finished your meal. You finished up and this deer just comes flying through the, and smacks against the counter right next to you. And then somebody uh, yells something in giant behind you. Do you speak giant? I don't speak it. I could read it, but I can't speak it. Okay. So you're just going to keep drinking, Usman? Yeah, I'm just... Does the does anybody behind the bar look like they understand what he just yelled? No. Uh, you might want to cook that for him in a hurry. He seems a little angry. So the, the female human behind the bar goes, I don't know how to cook, dear. Give it to the cook. Oh, okay. She kind of struggles to try to pull this deer. Uh, approach. I lean over the bar. Mm-hmm. Or is there a cask or anything I can just grab? <laughs> yeah. I'm gr- Goliath Barbarian sounded very familiar. <laughs> I'm uh, grabbing a cask and I'm, oh, you know, I'm taking my finger <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I'm just going to put it in the bunghole and pop the whole top off. <laughs> and I'm going to sit down across from them. Not with them, across from them. I'm going to stare at them, and I'm going to drink from the cask. <laughs> I'm going to look at Madlock I'm also and still- say, in Celestial, I hope you speak Celestial. Yes. <laughs> in Celestial, I'm going to say, give him a mushroom. He is still covered in blood, by the way. I don't think. And gore. <laughs> He wouldn't eat one before. Now he's angry. I don't think he's going to eat You have any some grass? <sighs> grass. You know. He needs mellowed out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't bring you that. That's what I'm reading. <laughs> Do you speak celestial? <laughs> no. No, I don't. I don't know. Do I? <laughs> Uh, I will, like, ask in giant if you want a mushroom. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stand up and stare down at you and set the empty cask of whatever I just drank <laughs> down. I know you guys all have keys in front of you for room still. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take your key. That's fine. And I say, I... you come get me when my food's ready in giant. So, you come get me when my food is ready. Huh. Means no, he's not gonna have one. I figured. Well, that's. I was hoping you would just put it into his. You know, I'm not gonna sneak anything into that dude's food because if he catches me doing it, which it's kind of obvious because I'm the only one with shrooms, <laughs> uh, I'm dead. We also can't deal with a murderous psychopath. I didn't realize how crazy he was. <laughs> he's a barbarian. What did you expect? Not that. 
I mean, I've known some barbarians. They just get mad in the middle of battle. That's that's a barbarian insanity. You've never met a Goliath before, have you? I guess I haven't. No. Yeah, when they get (laughs) mad, they stay mad for. Well, then do we ditch them? Because. No, I'm sure he'll calm down. He's kind of a liability right now. No, he's not. Don't worry. Him. Uh-oh, you might want to run, Charlie. He's not in the mood to see you. Him. What? This is coming from your bag on your back. Oh, I'll it sounds put like my Charlie. Bag, open my bag up. So when you open it up, you just see that little bag with the paw print on it. It, every once in a while, jumps and goes. Ahem. I'm gonna take the bag, set it down, put my backpack back on my back. I'm gonna go up to Madlock's room. Okay. Is my food done? Special delivery. Holding up the bag. I'm gonna open the door and. Oh, young <laughs> It's from Charles. It's, it's from Charles. <laughs> it's from Charles. <laughs> I grab the bag and I just close the door. Um, yeah, I'm going to turn. As, as soon as I give him the bag, I'm turning around and walking back. Okay. I'm going to shake the shit out of the bag. <laughs> this is your fault, cat. And I'm going to pull the bag open. As you pull it open. A puff of blue smoke sparks to your face. Mm-hmm. And I need you to roll me a constitution saving throw. Yeah. 16? That is a fail. Yeah. <sighs> get advantage on that because it's. Oh, yeah, it's a constitution, so yeah, roll me another one. 23? That's a pass. Oh, yay. <laughs> Thank so, you, Mark, the rules master. <laughs> um, I'm going to double check it just so I'm not like talking on my ass, but I'm pretty sure it's how it works. Well, he's in rage, too, at this point. So that's why I've kind of just let it go. And naturally, he's raged. So this will expend all of this will expend one rage from your day. Okay. But I mean, one rest and you'll get it back. Yeah. So um, when you open the bag mm-hmm. in this smoke just kind of dissipates. There are three items inside. Ooh. All right. One is a rock. Okay. With sigils carved into it. And it's vibrating and going ahem. Do I notice the sigils? Do I recognize? Can I read them? They are in giant. Okay. What's it say? In giant, Mm -hmm. they are sigils that represent message. Just a symbol that says message. <laughs> I'm gonna pick the rock up. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, you're there! The rock talks back. Yeah. What do you want? Uh, hey, uh, so, so, uh, you got out of the bag! Yeah, okay, so, okay, so listen. Same things happen, and I'm really sorry about it. But I need to let you know because this is very important for the DM storyline. 
that you are not, and I repeat, not supposed to give that ring back to Osman's dad. All right. Also, I feel like I owe you something, so I'm... 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 I'm sorry. <clears throat> I gotta get a cough. Yeah, there you go. Ah, okay. Message out. Bye. Charlie. Yep. In primordial now. Yeah. You are very lucky you sent a rock instead of yourself. Yep. All right, what are the other two items? Okay. The rock mm-hmm. stops glowing and crumbles into dust in your hand. The other two items, however, one is a scroll, a very old scroll with a bindings in draconic. Like the li- the wax binding on it, the wax seal is draconic. Okay. And the other is a folded up map. Of the Deadlands. That's it. All right, I'm laying down. Okay. Just, I don't care if I get blood all over the bed or not. I'm <laughs> going to sleep. It's not my bed. I'm, I'm laying down. I'm waiting for my food. That is where we're going to end it tonight. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Hey, everybody, it's the Almighty Grid. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We love making these and we're going to keep getting better. Big shout out to all our patrons again. Thank you so much for everything you do. And thank you all for listening. You're just as wonderful. You guys are awesome. Incredible. We love you. Without all of you, this show wouldn't be worth it. As always, intro, outro, we're done by Joseph McDade. Wonderful artist. Go check him out. Links in the show notes below. And if you want to hear more of our ridiculous antics, you can go check out one of our other shows on the Robots Radio Network, Call of Cthulhu, Mythos Mysteries, or Cyberpunk, our Cyberpunk Red Live Play podcast. Or you can join us on Patreon, where we post all our episodes ad-free and exclusive episodes. Next one coming up, Dungeons and Dragons Mad Libs. And if you want to chat with us, we're always available, always ready to talk on Discord at the Robots Radio Network Discord. Links in the show notes below. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at 4 underscore crit. And if you love the show, let us know. Leave a review. We love them. We love to see them. (laughs) And it helps us grow. Uh, Tell a friend. We love welcoming new friends of our own. Till next time, everybody. Keep those crits natural. Do you like League of Legends? Do you like Legends of Runeterra? Do you like anything set in the Runeterran universe? Well, in League of Lore, that is what we shall be discussing. I am Skullhead Soldiers, and this is a podcast about the lore of League of Legends and other properties set in the Runeterran universe. We'll be diving into each region, as well as all the champions that exist in this wonderful, crazy fantasy universe. And I hope to see you all there. Hi, I'm Fire Rider, and I'm the host of The Pixel People, a podcast dedicated to taking a close look at our favorite characters from our favorite video games. From major characters who define the course of a game's storyline, to smaller characters who you might have never noticed. 
Every week, we go beyond the quest line to examine a particular character's story arc and choices and discover the real-world parallels and life lessons hidden just below the surface. I hope you'll join us. You can find the Pixel People on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts.